Today, around the world, many believers in Jesus experience intense persecution for their faith. I pray that the Lord won't let them see me shake. Open the door, boom, 25 police come bust, they come raiding in. This pastor had been previously arrested in the past. After three days of searching, they eventually found his body. But in the middle of the fire, many of our brothers and sisters are discovering peace. And they put a gun to this pastor's head and he said, be at peace. Soon we will be with Jesus. And they are watching the gospel spread in power, even in the middle of opposition. The North Korean church continues to grow. Jesus never promised his followers an easy path. In fact, he told his disciples that the world would hate them. He sent them out as sheep among wolves. Jesus' words came true in the life of the apostles, and they're still coming true today in the lives of his followers around the world. Join host Todd Nettleton as we hear their inspiring stories and learn how we can help right now on the Voice of the Martyrs radio network. 2023 has been an amazing year here on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. I am so grateful that week after week, God has provided this ministry the opportunity to connect with believers from hostile and restricted nations and to share their stories with you. We're going to be reviewing some of the most moving moments of 2023 here on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio this week's episode and next week's episode. So you'll definitely want to be back with us next week. I'm thankful for each of the guests that we've had this year. I I wish we could highlight every single one of them in these Moving Moments episodes, but unfortunately, we only have a limited amount of time. We're only going to be able to share a fraction of the amazing stories that we've heard this year. Our guests have been very honest this year. Serving the Lord under pressure isn't easy. It's not glamorous. These are real people with real struggles and fears, and their suffering is real. Like a guest we just called Brother James. He has faithfully served in the Middle East for a number of years. But that doesn't mean getting interrogated is easy. I pray that the Lord won't let them see me shake. There have been many times when I felt fear. But the important thing is don't let fear take control in your mind. Because if fear controls your mind, then you will be paralyzed with fear. And that's what the devil wants. He wants people to be afraid uh, and to freeze and to not do what they're called to do. The Lord says, don't worry, I'm with you. Be not afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Thank you for your prayers for us. And if the Holy Spirit wakes you up in the middle of the night at 2 a.m. and you can't sleep, it may be that he wants you to pray right then because it could be that your prayer is delivering someone in a situation around the world at that very moment. There are so many times in my life where the Lord has delivered me supernaturally. And uh, for example, one night while taking a very, very important load of material to its destination, the vehicle broke down in the middle of the desert road. And eventually the headlights turned off and the dash lights went off and the engine stopped and the vehicle coasted to the side of the road. And I said, oh God, you did not bring your things here to leave them sit here. And I got out and I opened the hood and the alternator was just billowing white smoke out of the alternator. I just walked around the vehicle praying loudly. And so after the alternator cooled down enough to touch it, I went up under the hood 
and laid hands upon the alternator. And then this prayer came out that I had never thought of or heard in my life. And the prayer was like this. Lord Jesus, when you were here on the earth, you were the great physician. And now I need you to come and be the great mechanic and touch and heal this alternator. And alternator, you'll be healed fully now in the name of Jesus. And I just laid hands on the battery and began to pray. And immediately these words came out, something about battery be filled with the power of the living God in Jesus' name. And then I closed the hood and said, in the name of Jesus, and twisted the key and the engine started right up. Wow. It was a glorious moment. And I said, Lord, you are the deliverer. Those serving in hostile and restricted nations do face fear. They can also battle discouragement. Richard and Jeanette had a heart to serve the Lord in the People's Republic of China. They invested time and effort to learn the language, to connect with people there. They spent several years in China, but they saw government policies begin to change. They were determined to stay in the country as long as possible. Here's Richard. Uh, I was on a phone call from the uh, management agency for our complex, and they're like, you need to come. There's a pipe leak burst, and we need to get in your apartment. Go out there, open the door, boom, 25 police come bust. They come raiding in, and in, the, in my mind, I'm like, it's over. So basically, at that point, we're leaving China. Yeah, I knew it was over. Here's Jeanette. And so I'm walking into our apartment, and I see... Yeah, over 25 police, like, just doing different things in our house. Some of them were recording. Some of them were sitting around Richard. Some of them were down the hallway looking in just all of our stuff in our in our house. And, I mean, honestly, my first thought was the Lord is sovereign and the Lord is good. And these two things are not contradictory. So no matter what's going to happen over the next however many hours, days, or weeks, like, He's still trustworthy and he hasn't changed. So, Richard, they take you to the police station. I was just nervous wreck whenever going in. I, I tried to like look calm, but inside I was losing it. But the Holy Spirit, every time I got in that chair, just calm as can be. My heart rate slowed down, my breathing slowed down. Through Did the... you recognize in the in the moment that oh, that yeah. was like Yeah. Like I can't believe this. I, yeah. I'm really calm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because I could sit down and be like, all right, the Lord is with me. And then I just start answering. Two of the eight days I was at a table. Yeah. Six days in the Six days the, in the chair. The it's in a chair. chair the... It's a big wooden chair, and you'll see it online, and it kind of has a thing that folds down. Almost kinda... like a big high chair. Yes. And so six days uh, times, you know, eight to ten hours each time, 60 hours. Both of us walked away saying, I'm thankful for that. Like, I'm thankful to have gone through this type of suffering, to know the Lord in a deeper way, you know, to see how he answers prayer and how he's working through the local church, you know, through our suffering for their glory, too. It took this circumstance so that I could be more like Christ. Like, I just look at the gift of suffering, and I look at the gift of walking through difficult seasons of life, and the Lord being with us and giving us His Word and constantly reminding us that He is with us is such a gift. The Lord used this to kind of confirm faith in my kids. Um, you know, this was one of the this was one of the things that my daughter said. It's what pushed her to be a believer. 
is because she sees that God is real and true and he's working. He's not some far off deity or entity, but he is good and he's working in our life. And so, yeah, I'm just thankful for these, these good gifts. Yeah. Another brother in Laos paid the ultimate price for sharing his faith. Carter Gates leads the work of VOM in the Asia-Pacific region, and he shares the story. What had happened was a pastor was involved in a church planting uh, network, and what we had been told was is this pastor had been previously arrested in the past, um, and he was traveling to a training seminar, but he never showed up. After three days of searching, they eventually found his body. It appeared that he had been tortured. People are believing that what prompted this event was not necessarily a target of him specifically, but for the authorities to get a better understanding of what was happening because the church was had been growing so much in this area of the country, and they were wanting to get a better understanding of what was happening. As we continue reviewing the moving moments of 2023, let's hear a story from the Arabian Peninsula about the peace that passes understanding. Jonathan Ekman is now VOM's Chief of Strategy and Partnerships for VOM's international ministry work. He told us this story. A brother of ours shared with us about a missionary in the Arabian Peninsula. So he pastors this small church, underground church, in this very hostile city. And on a Sunday morning during the service, there's 10 or 11 people in this church, and men came into the room with guns. And they begin to threaten them and yell at them. And they put a gun to this pastor's head. And he said, be at peace. Soon we will be with Jesus. And he said there was this supernatural peace that fell over that room. Wow. And he said those men ended up setting their guns on the floor and walking out. This is Voice of the Martyrs Radio. My name is Todd Nettleton. We are remembering some of the most moving moments from this program in 2023. We've been hearing about the amazing peace that some of our fellow believers experience while facing opposition for their faith. Aaron Miller has another example. He is VOM's Vice President of International Ministry, and he shared this account after returning from a trip to Central Africa. We found people at different levels of trauma, honestly, and chaos. They were in uh, camps, or really the camps had then become settlements. Mm-hmm. And one man stood up. He walked to the center of a large circle, maybe 100, 150 people were gathered. And he began to share about he had just lost his son. And his son had gotten tired of living in the settlement, and he wanted to go home. And so he he went back, and the father got word a few days later that he had been killed. He had been captured by the jihadist who had taken over that place, that area. And they killed him. And then I asked the translator, I said, wait, when, when did this happen? When did he say he lost his son? And the translator said, three weeks ago. And the Lord spoke to my heart just instantly and said, you've got to get up and you've got to walk over there and acknowledge this brother, your brother, and you've got to tell him you're sorry. Um, and so I did. I just stopped the whole proceeding and just walked over to him. And the translator walked with me and I looked him in the eye and I told him, I have two sons that are young men and I'm sorry that you lost your son. And then I hugged him. When VOM, when we talk about the ministry of presence 
That's what we mean. We go, we're not there just to get a photo op. We're not there to necessarily check up on projects. We do that. And, and we don't go to assess needs only. We do that also. But the number one thing we're doing, we want to go to be present with them. The Lord sits with me in my troubles at times, and we're called to do the same thing. We've heard quite a few sobering stories so far on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio as we are reviewing the most moving moments from 2023. And we've heard how God is giving peace to his people, even in the middle of danger. But God is also doing something else. He is drawing people to himself, even in nations that forbid sharing the gospel. Dr. Eric Foley is the co-founder of The Voice of the Martyrs Korea. He says, even though North Korea is one of the most hostile nations toward the gospel, the truth is still getting to the North Korean people. If you ask the question, where is the church growing faster, North Korea or South Korea? You know, uh, I, I think people in the West are saying, oh, it's got to be South Korea. They have 10 of the 11 largest churches in the world. They send out more missionaries than any other country but the U.S. But the South Korean church has been in numeric decline, just like the Western church, since 1989. But at this time, the North Korean church continues to grow. And by all objective estimates, Christianity continues to spread in a country where Bibles are illegal, where every church building was seized, where even the slightest hint of evidence of Christian behavior will get you executed. How does that happen? And the answer can only be God. You're listening to some of the most moving moments from 2023 here on The Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Fuad Masri, founder and president of The Crescent Project, says Muslims are more open to the gospel than ever. I was in a flight from Austria to France. Person sitting next to me, I couldn't figure out, was he French, Italian? I couldn't figure out. His name was Omar. Turned out he was an engineer. And he starts the conversation and then asks me, what do I do? And I'm trying to beat around the discussion. <laughs> so I said, well, uh, I teach about religion. And he goes, what religions? I said, well, I teach about the Bible and the Quran. So he pulled his Quran in Arabic, found out he was from Tripoli, Lebanon. And for the next hour, we talked about the Lord. We talked how we know the Bible is not changed. Discovered that he has the, downloaded the Bible and he was listening to it in French. He's a French speaker. Wow. And I like the story because the Lord was there before me. The man is already searching. He's already downloaded the Bible. And I sit next to him and share with him how the Bible cannot be corrupted. And then the Bible, the beautiful thing about the Bible, the Bible leads us to Jesus. You're listening to some of the most moving moments from 2023 here on The Voice of the Martyrs Radio. A big part of what we do here at VOM is going to visit our fellow believers in hostile and restricted nations. We let them know they're not alone. We let them know people like you are praying for them. And we bring back their stories to share with you. So one of the highlights of my year was having the opportunity to visit believers in North Africa. A guest that we just called Brother Shakir had a powerful perspective on suffering. I think uh, everybody is suffering. And the Word of God in Romans says that, that everybody is suffering. I think it's, it's Romans 8. Suffering has to have meaning. And like in sports, athletes suffer and they have a hard discipline, but they have a goal. And what uh, is lacking in this world is goal. Satan is 
keeping people from having a purposeful life. And I think the purpose of life is God himself, is to know him, to know God. And if we suffer for that truth, suffering is something beautiful. I remember when I was arguing with my mom, we were both in tears, and she was, she was saying to me, me or Christ, you have to choose now, rather me or Christ. And it's difficult in our context that the mom say to you that sentence. And she was in tears, that pressure. And I think if I denied Christ that day, she will never have a chance to know him. I will live with the burden of denying Christ rather than uh, small suffering. It's not small, it's a big at that time, but after many years I say it's, it's something beautiful that happened that day. And th that burden of denying the truth and denying Christ is, uh, is more than living in a comfortable situation with my mom, for example. Another gospel worker in North Africa told us about a married couple that each separately found hope in Jesus. But this was in an area of extreme opposition. So at first, they didn't want to tell anyone about their new faith, not even their spouse. Funny enough, uh, we heard a story where the husband was trying to hide and his wife became a believer without knowing that uh, the husband was a <laughs> believer. She was also hiding. And one day, each one of them were invited in a meeting. <laughs> and there's no communication. <laughs> So and, they showed up at the same place. Yes. Hey, what are you doing here? Oh, how about you? <laughs> so, you are part of these people. I ask you the same question. <laughs> and you can imagine it was wow. a, a great day for them. I'm Todd Nettleton remembering with you some of the most moving moments here on The Voice of the Martyrs Radio in 2023. I'll never forget the story we heard from Ben and Kimberly. They are gospel workers in South Asia. Several countries there have passed anti-conversion laws. These laws call for harsh penalties against those who share the gospel of Jesus. But Ben and Kimberly have seen God work despite the opposition. They told us about a particular village that just seemed impossible to reach with the gospel. We first went there in 2016. It was a village that was very, very dark. Really idle, idle on every rooftop. Idle on every village. roof. So it was very, very resistant outsiders to Westerners. Really didn't want any any outside influence. It just felt darker than <laughs> like anywhere else. Like the darkest else. part yes. of the dark place. Yes. And the village elders just didn't want us in there. Then in 2016... There was a fire in the village and several homes were destroyed. And so we went and we helped them with blankets and rice and some of the necessities of life. So my national partner and I, a pastor, we knelt down that day and we said, Lord, build your church here, here in this village. Mm -hmm. And then in March of 2021, Ben was preaching at our primary church and two guys that we didn't know came in the back door of the, of the church and sat down. And we're always a little hesitant about that. And after service, Ben and our national partner went and started talking to the guys to find out who they were. 
and we asked them where they were from. They said they were from this particular village, and we were shocked. We said, no, it can't be. And we said, well, what are you doing here? And <laughs> they said, well, we want to know more about this God you're talking about. We want to know more about who you worship. And we said, great. So we sit down with them, and we begin to share the gospel with them. And at the end, he said, yeah, he said, I'm ready to believe. He said, I don't believe right now. I said, you're from this village. I said, you know what's going to happen to you if you come to Christ. I said, you'll be disowned. You'll lose everything you own. Your family will kick you out. You'll have nothing. You'll be homeless. You're losing everything if you come to Christ. So you have to be sure about this. I said, I need you to go home and think about it. And he said, no, I'm ready to believe right now. And I said, no, just just wait. You really have to be sure. I said, come back next week. If you're serious, come back next week. The other guy said, yeah. He said, I'm not so sure. I, I need I need to go back and think about this a little bit more. The one guy, he said, nope, I want to believe right I'm now. I'm going home for a week. He oh, said, I'm not going home. I'm, I'm believing this. right now. So we said, okay. So we, we knelt down that day and, and led him to Christ that day. Mm-hmm. And he, so he was the first believer. And mm-hmm. after that, he told us, he said, there's 12 or 15 more people that are ready to hear this truth in my village. Our partner started going over once a week. This particular village is about a two and a half hour walk from where our campus is, our Bible school is. Walk. Not drive. No, walk. walk. (laughs) (laughs) And every week more people were coming to House Fellowship and more people were coming to Christ. And by the fall, by September, there were 14 believers and more people were interested. And what was amazing was so many people came to Christ so quickly that the village really never had time to organize against them. And so the the persecution that we expected to happen in this village never happened. Because there were so many. Mm-hmm. And even that first time that we met, that the church met in this village, so I was preaching that day, and then in walked about 14 oh, or 15 yeah. old men came in and sat down. And we asked people, who's that? And they said, those are the village elders. Those are all the Hindu priests that are here. We shared the gospel with them that day, and several of them came to Christ, that first of the village elders. When we all walked up into the village for the first day that we were going to have church, we walked up along the path, and Ben said, you're not going to believe this. I said, what? And it turned out that the place the church is meeting in the very first believer's home is the same location that Ben and our national partner knelt down and prayed on in 2016 that God would build a church. That man who was the first man to come to Christ in that village was the man whose home had burned down in 2016. Jesus told Peter, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. We've just heard a powerful story about God building his church in South Asia. What seemed impossible to man was certainly not impossible to God. Ben and Kimberly told us that story. They were among our one-name-only guests here on The Voice of the Martyrs Radio. They were with us in October, and you can hear that whole conversation at our website, vomradio.net. You can also find VOM Radio wherever you listen to podcasts. On the website or in the podcast stream is also where you can hear the entire episodes for all of the clips that we shared today We've been reviewing some of the most moving moments of 2023. These kinds of stories will help you believe that God can build his kingdom right where you are. If he can do it in South Asia or North Africa or the Middle East, he can do it in your community. 
To hear more, visit the archives at vomradio.net. These Moving Moments episodes are also a great way to introduce your friends to Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Perhaps you want to text a link to vomradio.net to a Christian friend to encourage them right now. And be sure you subscribe to the podcast so you're sure to hear every moment of Voice of the Martyrs Radio in 2024. All of these programs have been possible thanks to listeners like you who see God at work through VOM and want to invest in helping and standing with our persecuted brothers and sisters. When you support the Voice of the Martyrs with a gift of any size in the month of December, we're going to say thanks by sending you a 2024 VOM prayer calendar. It includes a prayer prompt for every day of the year in 2024 so that you can pray all year long for our persecuted brothers and sisters. You can make your donation online and request your calendar at our website, vomradio.net. Next week, we're going to continue hearing the most moving moments from 2023. I know that will be an encouragement to you, so please be back with us next week right here on The Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network.